0: It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Hello word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. I am Spencer, I am your host. I read the words and all the things. And I hope that you are you're telling people about this show so you can all enjoy it together. Have a watch party. I guess it would be a listen party. A hear party. Here here's the first word didactic D I D A C T I C adjective from 1658 1A designed or intended to teach I like these things anything that's going to teach you a thing is good in my book unless it's teaching you about things that I don't really care for like like how to destroy people and be mean to people. Those I'm not a big fan of. 1B. Intended to convey instruction and information as well as pleasure and entertainment. Well, that's just a perfect way to describe this podcast. It's, there's instruction and information and learning, and we all get so much pleasure from this and entertainment. That's why I like to say it's edutainment in just the most accurate way possible. There's an example, didactic poetry. So this podcast is a didactic dictionary podcast. Oh goody goody goody! Number two, making moral observations. Making moral observations. So okay, if you're observing things and you're you're deciding whether they're moral or not or something, uh, that would be didactic. Hmm. Didactical is an adjective, didactically is an adverb, and didacticism, didacticism, that is a noun. Oh, I love doing the didacticism. Uh, this is from the Greek didaskine. I don't know how to pronounce this word, um, there's didacticos and didaskine and that means to teach, so I... We are here to teach. I love the, love the teaching to the people, teaching the old people, teaching the young people. I know that if you listen to all of these episodes, even though even you may be the smartest person in the world and you have a huge vocabulary, you are going to learn something. There is no way that somebody knows every single little piece of definitions or etymologies. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the people who make the dictionary do, but... Uh, but yes, the, the, the average listener, you're totally going to learn something. So I'm very glad I get to teach you something. Uh, okay, it is sound effect time. And I'm going to do something. I hope it works. We're going to go... The next word is didac- didactics. This is a hard word to say. I, I, I challenge you to try and say it off the top of your head. Didactics. Noun from 1800, a systematic instruction. That's it. It's an instruction that's uh, it's it's a system, a systematic instruction. It's instruction about a system in a systematic way. Uh, the synonym is pedagogy or pedagogy, or pedagogy. that's probably pedagogy. I've heard of this word. I've probably used it somewhere, but I don't know what it means exactly. But it's similar, I guess, to, Systematic instruction is didactics. The next word is didanosine. D-I-D-A-N-O-S-I-N-E. Didanosine. Noun from 1990. The synonym is... um, I guess it's D-D-I. I don't remember what that is, but... Uh, I can tell you that it's an alternative of di- dideoxyenosine, which is an alternate name for this, uh, which is di plus deoxy plus inosine, which is a nucleoside. And uh, let's see, if we go back to DDI, I'm just curious if we can find it quickly. It's probably a real short section, the DD section. Oh boy, we got to go a ways back. A ways back. back. Um, oh, that was too far. I was like one page off. Uh, DDI is a synthetic nucleoside having properties and uses similar to those of DDC. Um, yeah, this is all chemically things. DDC is... Eh, forget it. Um, so yes, it's just a chemical thing. Didanosine. And the, and it's DDI. The next word, diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E, verb from 1786. Number one, oh, we're starting with transitive. Number one is chiefly a dialect, and it means to move with short, rapid motions. Short, rapid motions, you're diddling. Never heard this one. That's why it's a chiefly dialect. Don't know where they say this. Number two, to waste in trifling. And the example of the thing that you might be wasting is time. Am I wasting my time doing this podcast? Am I diddling my time away, trifling it away? Hmm, I don't think so because I'm learning and so are you. Three synonyms are hoax and swindle hoax and swindle so if you are uh, if you're swindling somebody's money away or something I guess you'd be diddling them there are other definitions for this word which uh, well we have one of them here I think the rest of them you got to go to urban dictionary Um, but you know if if that's a word that you know in that more vulgar way then some of these might sound kind of funny to you so here's number 4 Often vulgar, it says, and this is to copulate with. Uh, you know that's to uh, to have the sexual relations with somebody. Specifically, copulating is uh, is diddling. If that's what you want to use it that way, you can. The intransitive definitions are number one, dawdle and fool. So you're fooling somebody, dawdle. I don't think of dawdle and fool at all the same. I think a fool more similar to hoax and swindle. Doddle is like, oh, I'm just dawdling down the street, taking my time. Number two synonyms are fiddle and toy. And this is usually used with the word with, as in diddled with the machine until it broke. They're just messing around with it, poking at it, fiddling it, fiddling with it, toying with it. Um, yeah. D- don't, don't mess, don't diddle with a machine until it breaks. Y- you might need to use the machine for something. Diddler is a noun. The one who's doing the diddling is the diddler. Let's see. Is there any atom? No, there's no etymology. It says origin unknown. Hmm. And you can use it in so many ways, so I wonder if it just got sort of made up in these different contexts independently, possibly. Hmm, that's interesting. We got moving with short, short rapid motions, wasting time, swindling somebody, copulating, uh, and then just messing around with a thing. The next word, the next word diddly diddly or diddly noun from 1964 it is slang and the synonym is diddly squat which is our next word diddly hyphen squat noun from 1963 I love this word it is slang and it is the least amount or anything at all that that those seem like opposites the least amount is like virtually nothing, and then anything at all is like virtually everything. As in, didn't know diddly squat about sports. And that is a quote from Sam Toporoff. Sam Toporoff. I don't know if Sam was talking about themselves or somebody else, but whoever it was, they didn't know diddly squat about sports. I know a little bit more than diddly squat about sports. This is probably an alternative of doodly squat, which is uh, a pretty great word that I don't think I've ever heard of. Uh, It's gotta be. If they're mentioning it there in the etymology, I would like to think that it is in this book somewhere. And I'm gonna do a quick little check to see if you can look forward to doodly squat because I just really hope that, that that can be in all of our futures. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Ooh, do, do. Um, Do. Uh oh. Yes, we do have doodly squat. It's right next to doo doo. Get ready for that, ladies and people. Okay, so that was doodly squat. The next word. (laughs) It is didgeridoo, the sound that I am trying to make with my mouth. Um. This is spelled a couple of ways, and I think that there might be at least one or two other appropriate ways to spell it, but the ones that we have here are D-I-D-G-E-R-I-D-O-O, or you can replace the G with a J, didgeridoo, um, and it is still still pronounced didgeridoo instead of diggeridoo, Um, You could also change, what are we, didgeridoo. You can emphasize the last syllable. Didgeridoo. Um, I think also you can replace the two O's with a U if you want, possibly. This is a noun from 1919. The didgeridoo existed way before that. But I guess we finally got it into English a little over 100 years ago. It is a large bamboo or wooden trumpet of the Australian Aborigines. I've never heard it described as a trumpet, but I guess that sort of makes sense. Um, Bamboo, I don't know if, I'm trying to think. I think it's often, um, if I remember correctly, eucalyptus trunks, trunks of a eucalyptus tree. I may be wrong about that, Um, but I feel like bamboo is not as often, maybe, yeah, sometimes, yeah. I think I've seen bamboo didgeridoos. Ooh, bamboo didgeridoos. Uh, I I love didgeridoos. I have played a number of didgeridoos. Somebody actually taught me how to make my own didgeridoo with PVC pipe, and then you melt beeswax, and then you create this mouthpiece of beeswax on the end, one end of it and uh and then and then you you put your lips on the thing in a certain way and it's uh it's a little hard to to make the right sound but uh, once you get going you can do it and i think i still have it somewhere um but you know i don't i don't really play it very often so i don't uh i don't my lips are like they're out of practice um but i would definitely like to put in a clip of somebody playing the didgeridoo maybe if i I'm able to, I'll, I'll get a clip of myself playing the didgeridoo, but maybe it would be better to put in a professional didgeridoo player here so you can hear what they can do. You can do crazy things, like you can sort of sing as you're playing, And get other sounds you can really like just mess with your your mouth your cheeks your tongue your vocal cords all these things to get different sounds Uh, you can also do a thing called circular breathing where as you're playing you push some air into your cheeks so your cheeks are you know they're they're filled on filled in and then you push the air out with your cheeks and at the same time breathe in through your nose you can do this with other instruments Um, but you know, I'm more familiar with it with the didgeridoo myself. Um, and so what that allows you to do is just to keep on playing without taking a breath officially. I mean, you are, but you don't stop playing. So, uh, yeah, the, you, you can do a lot more with the didgeridoo than you think. Uh, the one that I have, of PVC, because it's made out of PVC, you can actually add attachments to it to make it longer, or you can make a short one. I think the one I have is four feet long i also have a two foot long one and then you can add attachments and uh you know make it whatever length you want and of course that will lower the pitch and uh oh they're great i would love to have like just a real fancy nice expensive one that i can play all the time but i can't do that right now didgeridoo people don't like these i think some people have they're like that's a dumb instrument no it's great the next word. Didn't. D I D N. Apostrophe T. I guess there's a dialect form which is didn't. Instead of didn't, it's didn't. With a T sound in the middle instead of a D. Hmm. Or just also didn't. Just didn't. Didn't, 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 didn't or didn't. It's, um, what is it? What is it? It's not a thing. It doesn't say what it is, but it is from 1675. It just means did not. You put did not together, you get didn't. You get didn't, 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 or didn't. The next word. Dido. Noun from 1807. It is spelled D-I-D-O. Number one, a mischievous or capricious act. Synonyms are prank or antic. And this is often used in the phrase, cut didos. Cut didos. I've never heard of this. I don't know if I've ever heard of dido in general for this, uh, for this definition. Anything you do that's mischievous, it's, it's a prank, it's an antic, it's a whatever, a prank call maybe, it's a dido. Number two, Something that is frivolous or showy is a Dido. Now, the etymology says that the origin is unknown, which is very sad to me, because I want to know where this came from. Number one and number two are different in my brain. A mischievous act or something that is frivolous or showy? Yeah, I don't, I don't think those quite make sense. So, who, who, who made up Dido? Maybe we'll look at him online and see if there's additional information of where this came from, because I want to know. Maybe. Nah, probably not. I was going to say maybe it came from the next word, but I don't think so. <laughs> Dido again with a capital D, noun from the 14th century, a legendary queen of Carthage in Virgil's Aeneid, who kills herself when Aeneas leaves her. Well, that's sad. Aeneas, why'd you have to go leave her? Mm, No clue if this is related to the previous word at all. Maybe, uh, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think Aeneas was doing a mischievous act or anything was frivolous or showy. It's probably just a coincidence. And we will put a link in the show notes for Dido, this uh, queen of Carthage. The next word, didst or ditst. didst, d i d s t. This is the archaic past seculent second singular form of do. So you know we don't we don't say this anymore. So we had at the beginning, no, at the end of the last episode, we had did, which is the past form of do, and here this is the archaic past. Second singular form of do, thou didst something, thou didst a dido. The next word, didymium, didymium, d-i-d-y-m-i-u-m, noun from 1842. It is a mixture of rare earth elements made up chiefly of neodymium, neodymium, and praseodymium, and used especially for coloring glass for optical filters. And this is from the Greek didymos, which means twin, also from do, which means two, the number two, and there's more at two. So, it's a mixture of rare earth elements. Blah, 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 blah. I guess maybe the number two here, uh, or the, the reason that two is in here, is because it, it is made up of these two things, neodymium and praseodymium. I also don't know how to pronounce those words. So, uh, you put those two things together, and maybe a few other things, and then you come up with didymium and uh, how it's used for coloring glass and optical filters. Maybe we'll put a link in the show notes if you want to learn more about that. Oh, I should also mention uh, there's a picture of somebody playing the didgeridoo. I totally forgot to say that. Um, It looks like a fairly stereotypical uh, Australian aborigine person, Uh, a a man, I would assume. It looks like they got a beard. They're sitting there cross-legged on the floor, and they have a didgeridoo coming out from their mouth. They're holding it with their left hand. It has some patterns in the middle. And then it, uh, the end of it, the bell of it, is resting on the floor. And it's probably somewhere between four and six feet long. I think that's a fairly average length for a didgeridoo. All right. We have one more word for this episode. And there's a bunch of definitions and phrases. So... We have sound effect time, which is, it's the word die, D-I-E, first form, Mm, it is a verb from the 12th century, Uh, let's see, it might just be intransitive, I think it must be because I'm thinking about how you use the word die, and I don't know if there's a transitive way to use that. So we're just going to say it's intransitive for now. Number one, to pass from physical life, and the synonym is expire. The physical life of the body has, has ceased to work anymore, and so it has died. But what happens next? What is the thing that is aware of the thing in the physical body, and where does it go? What happens to it? Has that died too? 2A. To pass out of existence. The synonym is cease. C-E-A-S-E. As in, their anger died at these words. Once they read those words, once they heard those words, they weren't, maybe they weren't angry anymore. Their anger just went away. It went bye-bye, and it died 2B. To disappear or subside gradually and this is often used with away or down or out as in the storm died down gradually ever so slowly the storm died down uh, what let's see die out something can die out like maybe a species dies out gradually over time uh, and die away Die away, yeah, I think of that also like um, maybe a species is dying away or, I don't know, something else. Number 3A, the synonyms are sink and languish, as in dying from fatigue. You're so tired, your body is dying, it's languishing, it's sinking into oblivion. 3B, too long keenly or desperately, as in, dying to go. Oh, I just wish I could go, because if I can't go, I'm just going to die. I think that's probably where that one came from. I am literally dying here if I don't get to go. Where do I want to go? I want to go, I want to go, I want to go lots of places. 3C, to be overwhelmed by emotion. As in, die of embarrassment. Hmm. Overwhelmed by emotion. I guess. I guess that makes sense. I would not have thought to use that definition here. It, it's, it's. It's more of a metaphorical thing. Die of embarrassment. Um. Are there other examples? Die. Do we ever use this? this specific definition in other contexts other than die of embarrassment if you die of embarrassment you're like so embarrassed that you you want to die you yeah it's more of a metaphorical use i don't know i guess i guess you're overwhelmed by emotion i don't know there's something that's just not really tracking with that in my brain number four a to cease functioning and the synonym is stop as in, the motor died. It, uh, it didn't want to function anymore. It's like, all right, hey, uh, you know, th- th- I can't do this no more, so I'm going to stop, and the car is going to stop, and you got to fix me, please. I have died. I am a talking motor. For B, the end, no, to end in failure. To end in failure, as in, the bill died in committee. They couldn't. The the Senate, the legislature, the House. They couldn't. Uh, they couldn't make this bill become a law. They all talked about it. And they couldn't do it. And no more bill. It died. It failed. Number five, to become indifferent, as in, die to worldly things. Die to worldly things. That example doesn't make sense to me. And to become indifferent trying to think to become indifferent if I'm indifferent about a thing I don't really care uh yeah I I don't this one's not familiar to me especially when put in that example usually those help but not all the time all right we have a few phrases the first one is die hard which is also the name of a classic classic movie number one for die hard to be long in dying as in Such rumors die hard. To be long in dying, it's taking forever for that person, that thing, to die. Those rumors just keep on going. Number two. To continue resistance against hopeless odds. Ah, this is definitely the one from the movie. As in, that kind of determination dies hard. Or, John McClane died hard trying to resist a bunch of people and he had very hopeless odds because he was a kind of one dude against a bunch of dudes. But uh, yeah, that, that, that's a good name. It's a good name for the movie. I like it. I approve. And then, of course, there's all the sequels. The next phrase, die on the vine. And this is to fail, especially at an early age through lack of support or enthusiasm, as in... Let the proposal die on the vine. Uh, this, I, I guess the meaning here is that um, as it's on the vine, it's still growing, it's still young. Uh, and if it dies on the vine, it, uh, it, it died too early or just in its early stage because it was still on the vine. If it died off the vine, that means it was mature enough to be taken off the vine. And that's a, a much better place to die. You don't want things to die on the vine, The last phrase, to die for. And this is extremely desirable or appealing, as in, the dessert was to die for. That means the dessert was so, so good, you were willing to just die after you eat it. Oh, it's to die for, honey. Oh, that dessert, I can't even believe how good it was. So tasty, I wish I had three of them. Okay, let's look at the etymology for die. It is from the Middle English dien, which is from or akin to the Old Norse Deja D-E-Y-J-A, which means to die, akin to the old high German tauen, which also means to die. So die is from the words that mean to die. And then uh, we have a whole other second form of the word "die" in the next episode, with also a bunch of a uh, bunch of definitions. Okay, die. Lots of things can die. That's what we learned today. Many things, and my skills of playing the didgeridoo for real have almost died. I, I really, I wish I could play more. Shall I read the words to you again? We had didactic, didactics didanacine, diddle, diddly, diddly squat, didgeridoo, didn't, dido, dido, didst, didymium, and die. Hmm, 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 what, what shall we pick? Well, I think, I think I may just need to pick didgeridoo as the word of the episode. Anybody who knows me, or has known me for a while, I should say, uh, known has known that I can have played the didgeridoo. That's you know, when people think of me, they just think of didgeridoo. That's just that's just automatic, right? So, hmm, I wish I could sing a song about didgeridoo, but making the didgeridoo sound, but I can't do that with my mouth. Maybe we can just go.
1: Didgeridoo,
0: didgeridoo makes this sound. Not really didgeridoo didgeridoo go learn how to play the didgeridoo doo-doo that's going to be the end of this episode thank you very much for listening and until next time this is spencer playing the didgeridoo dispensing the information goodbye